0: Seaville one zero seven five and twelve sixty. Heart healthy listening for Central Virginia. WCHV
1: is not intended to treat any actual medical conditions. It should be listened to in conjunction with a well balanced diet. Consult your physician before turning away from WCHV. Aquila, my friend, don't you start away leave it You
0: poor old sod. Thomas, in the morning here at the Conservative Political Action Conference early on, you know, and we've been doing this so long, I remember when this was a ghost town, uh, all the way up until about 8, 8.30, when people would start, there must have been like cotillions or something that went on the, the night before, because the, you, it was like pulling teeth to get anyone down onto Broadcast row uh, before 8 a.m. and so we always would try to uh, get as many folks as we could. We've got quite a lineup of folks. Horace Cooper is going to be on the uh, program with us from the uh, National Center and Project 21. Tom Homan uh, back on the program. <laughs> Tom Homan's so easy now. I have a cell number. I just text him say, Tom, we're going to be at CPAC together. You want to come by? Uh, yeah. Um, L- Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears. Mike Braun is going to be joining us to talk a little bit about uh, what he's digging into. In the U.S. House of Representatives, Kat Kamick uh, is going to join us as well today. Delegate uh, John McGuire, Eddie Garcia, uh, Bonner Cohen. From C Fact is going to join us now. I was telling you about the Wu Flu, and this is particularly notable for me because I know that thanks to our smartphone app, we have folks who are getting ready to do their veterinarian best uh, in the uh, wonderful state of Alabama. A man who began his political career, he was telling me, as a delegate to uh, the conventions that uh, chose Ronald Reagan uh, to run for president with the Republican Party from the state of Alabama, is on with us, Steve Allen, not the comedian, not the the TV show host, but Doctor Steve Allen from the conservative uh, caucus. How are you doing, Steve? Doing
1: fine. My voice is a little gravelly. When I was in radio, uh, little old ladies would send in home remedies for uh, my voice to help to help me my voice clear up. Yeah, so. my
0: listeners have long since given up on that uh, that approach. So they're like, yeah, it's just what he sounds like. <laughs> uh, so. You you are an infectious disease expert. You know, and and the Wu flu, we were just talking about this, um, and actually, Doctor Clark, who was mentioning, who calls in sometimes from Alabama, um, you know, brought this point up that it seems interesting that whether or not what we now know is that this was a man-made mm-hmm. gain of function spike protein virus, if it got out by accident or not. What came after was intentional, too. And, and he made a great point yesterday that it really was China realizing that this epidemic was going to kill their manufacturing for some time. So why not take everyone else's down with it? It seems like because you couldn't travel in China
1: but you could travel to Italy and the United States. I mean, does that make any sense at all? Oh, that that's exactly, and it was obvious from the beginning, and there were people like me in the field, and we're the scientists, we're the ones we're, that everyone's supposed to listen to. Well, they were making sure that Folks didn't listen to us, uh, uh, as you know. Twitter killed eleven thousand accounts, a uh, hundred thousand individual messages of people talking about this uh, because it was true, not because it was mm-hmm. false, but because it was true. Uh, the um, uh, the uh, Chinese have a uh, I mean, they have uh, had an illegal biological weapons program. You don't even have to talk about how they lied about whether it was human to tr- human transmissible. They lied They got the a- uh, WHO to lie, which they controlled the WHO. They put the guy in who was head of it. Oh yeah. And, uh, uh, you don't even have to talk about that. The fact that they had an illegal biological weapons program, they signed the treaty banning biological weapons. That means it's a criminal act for them to have this biological weapons program from which this thing obviously leaked. Uh, and uh, and it was, you know, and it was not we had satellite pictures of hospital uh, hospital parking lots mm-hmm. uh, late in um, 2019. So, uh, you know, this was uh, uh, this was something everybody knew uh, was out there, uh, had been out there. And the Chinese just lied and lied and lied. They were complicit in the deaths of as they count a million Americans uh, and millions of others around the world and nothing's being done to them. They're getting scot-free away. Well, you know, here's the thing that I think is going to get in the way of that. And,
0: and you know, what did uh, Woodward and Bernstein back when they were journalists once tell us, follow the money. Um, you know, <laughs> it, 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 in when Rand Paul is got document after document connecting uh, Tony, take the shot, leave the cannoli, Fauci mm-hmm. to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And to be fair, Barack Obama said, I'm making a statement. No more no more gain of function in America. <laughs> and, and, and at that time, most of us were like, hey, what was gain of function? What was that all about? <laughs> um, and, and we started sending money there. Now, we can't make the direct connection to the spike proteins that became SARS-CoV-2, but... Well, we, we were sending
1: lots of American taxpayer money over to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The thing that people have to understand is the conspiracy theory was that it came from bats. That was the crazy conspiracy theory. Um, Tony, the, when I was, um, I got my Ph.D. in this field uh, relatively late in life. I did it after nine eleven because my hometown back in Alabama was actually the head of the Army's uh, uh, uh biological and chemical warfare program and so after 911 I I did this as sort of as a way of volunteering for my country uh and uh, so I got my PhD so I got it uh in 2006 uh, uh 2007 was when I got the degree and the big discussion in the field the number one most controversial issue was should we do what was called defensive biological weapons research was that allowed under the treaty that prohibited offensive biological mm-hmm. weapons research and there were people like tony fauci who were arguing that yes we needed to do this defensive research uh and uh, in 2012 he gave a speech and said it was worth the risk. He said it was worth the risk to do this kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So when he funded it, we're not talking about some evil, you know, mastermind like a James Bond villain. We're talking about something that was actually discussed publicly. Should we do this? And Tony Fauci was one of the people saying we should.
0: When you say Bond and you, you're talking about Klaus Schwab at the World Economic <laughs> Forum, right? Yeah, he fits the bill a little bit. We we've invented a word on this show. Uh, we call them Watsies uh-huh. because nationalist socialists are Nazis. What what are global socialists then? They're world socialists, Watsies. Um, so so these folks have seized upon the virus that goes beyond mm-hmm. the virus. In my mind, the economic you know effects. Are as profound and are as life threatening as the actual infection and these spike proteins that I really want to. I mean, you know, at some point somebody's going to have to explain to me how you make a spike protein because it doesn't sound
1: like something my body is just creating on its own. <laughs> Well, these are things, this is how your body recognizes various viruses. And so what you do is you fiddle with little aspects of the virus uh, in order to make it more dangerous. So the Chinese found this uh, virus, apparently, in a in, in a lab hundreds of miles away, in a, a, a mine, I should say, hundreds of miles away in a cave. Uh, there had been six men who got sick and three of them died. That's one, at least one of the reports. And um, what a biological weapons program does, and this goes back to the Soviets and so forth, is when there's a naturally occurring outbreak, they'll go and harvest that virus because they don't want to have to start from scratch. They want to find something. There are plenty of things that already kill people, like Ebola. and, And Marburg, which is the cousin of Ebola, was one of the things that the Soviets went out and they sent a team out when they heard about uh, this they went out and got it, and they uh, weaponized it. so what the Chinese did was they got uh this virus, hoping to weaponize it, and then they fiddled with it to make it more dangerous so one of my uh, mm-hmm. my mentor in biodefense uh, actually increased the when he was working for the Soviets before he defected to our side uh he was able to increase the smallpox uh, killing from thirty percent to ninety percent and that 's what they the kind of research they were doing. Uh, Dr. Steve Allen
0: is on with us, expert in biodefense, uh, and gee, I can't imagine this being a hotter topic out here. <laughs> that's why we grabbed him early. He was, I, I, he,
1: I know, I'm a, I'm a conservative activist working for the conservative caucus, and suddenly I'm, uh, being called upon for this particular topic, well, but it, that's fine because it, this it, is. It
0: is tearing us apart, uh, as a country, yeah. uh, doctor. Hang on. Uh, he was supposed to be with us after the six o'clock news, so here comes the six o'clock news, and we'll talk a little bit more about biodefense, bioweapons. Uh, and uh, the woo flew uh, as we try to grapple with this. Still in the after effects. On Joe Thomas in the morning. Being tuned in means Joe Thomas now. Lars Larson at six. Seaville one zero seven five and twelve sixty WCHV. This. Exclusive coverage of CPEN 2023 from Washington D.C. brought to you by the Spirit of Virginia, SpiritofVirginia.org on Seaville 107.5 and 1260 WCHV. Now from National Harbor, it's Joe Thomas in the morning. Joe Thomas, in the morning, like the man said, as I said, when you hear those uh, IDs, just uh, just imagine the phrase compensating for something. Uh, thank you for joining us from the Conservative Political Action Conference here on Radio Row. We're visiting with the uh, uh, vice chair of the Conservative Caucus and uh, expert in bio defense. He's been working in it uh, since uh, the Cold War. Uh, he is Dr. Steve Allen. Uh, and, uh, gee, I can't imagine... The Wu flu being a story now that the the Department of is it the Department of Energy mm-hmm. report that said uh, that yeah it came from this lab it was uh, man made uh, and it's what as you mentioned hundreds of people were ostracized from communities families were t- mm-hmm. you were mentioning to me after we went into into break that there was a worse perhaps worse impact on the United States. Um, Than almost anything except perhaps the fatality of the folks who uh, succumb to this uh, man-made coronavirus. What what are you talking about with that, Dr. Allen?
1: Well, you know, you think about how the economy was damaged. You think about how our children were damaged uh, mm-hmm. for life, uh, really, because they will not recover. They're, they're, many of our children were at an age when they needed to be around other children and for their immune systems to work right. Uh, so they're har- harmed psychologically uh, They're uh, in terms of being able to recognize faces with the mask wearing uh, if they're at a certain age when that happened, and then uh, uh, immunologically and and then educationally, but but that wasn't the worst thing. The worst thing was this. The uh, Wuhan coronavirus was used as an excuse to change the way we vote. And I actually, I have another hat besides the biodefense thing. I have a master's in political science. I got when I was 19. I was kind of precocious. So, which is, which is more dangerous, bio bioweapons or political weapons? Well, <laughs> uh, the changes in the way we vote, I calculate with my political science hat on that that added about three points to the left side in in the average election across America, and that was put in place in 2020 and continued in 2022. Not because of necessarily any cheating, and believe me, I can tell you all about cheating. I've been writing about I have friends who had elections stolen, friends who overcame stolen elections. My first scoop ever as a reporter was catching a state legislator stealing an election. But that wasn't the major effect. The major effect was the Democrats, the left, is very well organized at the grassroots level and when you change the rules of the game you change the outcome of the game if you make a field goal worth 20 points in a football game that's going to change the way they play football and and it's going to change which teams win the super bowl and that's what they did they changed the rules to benefit the democratic party and that gave them about three points and if you look at all the crazy results we've had in the last two elections why did biden win why did the democrats do so much better than we thought you can add, you can take that three points uh, roughly, and that explains the whole thing. So, so that's why at the Conservative Caucus, we're building a national grassroots organization so we can overcome the advantage that they've given us with uh, what they did. And by the way, there was never an epidemiological reason, a scientific reason to do those changes.
0: Well, at first, the, the narrative became scary virus, booga booga booga. Right. Um, but, and, and on this program, perhaps not intellectually more hefty than anyone else but I happened to mention that I thought it was unusual that it was safe for us to go into Walmart or the liquor store Mm -hmm. but not our churches or more importantly our polling places so you know I said so what could the difference be and the only thing I could grasp was that the state didn't want to be held liable for um, some poll worker that got sick that was the only reasonable thing I could connect is that the state didn't want to uh, wind up getting sued by some poll worker that came down with
1: the coronavirus there's no evidence of of people getting sick from what happened on election day and if you were worried about that you know we could you could have done just set up voting put move the voting outside the election hall or wherever they have it and into a tent outside and have big fans and the chance of people and have people socially distance you do that and you've essentially eliminated the threat well as somebody who understands biodefense i
0: my argument was well i don't see kroger (laughs) <laughs> constantly losing cashiers they had set up the little plexiglass things oh yeah which uh, don't
1: work at all they just have no effect
0: well but it was i guess it was to make us feel more comfortable about yes it. but yes. but the the kroger cashiers were not dropping like flies so why is a poll worker a government official sanctified by what they do um you know in greater peril and that was the that was the con that they sold us mm-hmm. was that, ooh, you know, if, if if you let people just show up and vote, they're going to be coughing their coronavirus all over everybody, uh, which hasn't turned out to be true. Why is it that we, we call it conspiracy analysts now, <laughs> we don't call them, um, you know, seem to grasp all this long before the rest of the government officials caught on? What was, as uh, the political scientists and the bio defense. Uh, Expert, Uh, you know, have a debate amongst yourselves as to why
1: they they couldn't admit it. Is it just because we paid for it? Well, uh Fauci could never let the whole story come out because he, you know, he would be the villain of the piece. And, and and instead of he's this guy, instead he's this guy that has a, you know, a documentary on Disney uh, on Disney Plus that has like a 99% approval rating from critics because it's so wonderful about how wonderful he is. I am science. I am science. I mean, what a madman. And, and and by the way, he's been like that. No bureaucrat runs an agency. For decade after decade after decade after decade, um, because he's good. J. Edgar Hoover, you can argue about J. Edgar Hoover and how good an FBI director he was, but he was FBI director for 48 years till he died because he had blackmail files on everybody. Uh, Fauci knew where all the bodies were buried. He knew how to play the political game. And one of the things he did was uh, he took uh, AIDS. Uh, and most of the AIDS activists originally blamed him, and he basically cut a deal with them unofficially, uh, which was if they stopped blaming him and they started making him a good guy in the story, he would make sure that Reagan got the blame because most of these activists, I know a lot of them, they're Marxists, and they wanted Reagan to get the blame, because who cares?
0: Thing. It's a win-win.
1: Yeah, who cares if some guy named Fauci gets the blame, but if Reagan gets the blame, right. and that still reverberates in the gay community, total falsehoods about Reagan not doing everything he could to stop AIDS. Well, and and,
0: you know, and we've we've chapter and verse on that, uh, and it still daunts conservatives to this day yep. um, uh, regarding that. Well, uh, I appreciate Steve Allen, uh, Dr. Steve Allen, biodefense Expert, but also political scientist. How do people start a grassroots organization, say, in the fifth, sixth, or seventh congressional districts of Virginia or wherever they're listening?
1: Yeah, uh the best thing is to go to our website, the Conservative Caucus.org. The Conservative Caucus.org. Uh, you can also email me and my my email is it's long, but it's easy to remember. Dr. Stephen J. Allen at com. So uh, either one, or the Conservative Caucus, and we're the grassroots conservatives. If you want to be involved in this, get people to early vote. Unfortunately, we have to do it. Uh, we have to we have to get power. For so the you're genie. behind. You you yeah.
0: believe we need to if if we there's vote harvesting, voting, we need to be. Voting. Voting. And,
1: and I've been again, I've been writing about that for um, 49. Well, 50. It'll be 50 years. March. Do, do you have
0: faith that once we win a majority in these houses, we'll put the genie back in the bottle, or will
1: conservative Republicans saying, "Oh well, we figured that one out. Why why get rid of it?" Uh, the sad thing is that a lot of Republicans will just sort of uh, you know say, "Well, uh, it's more convenient for everyone." But here's the deal we can't overcome this uh, they overcame it in florida there were a few states iowa there were states where uh conservatives and republicans did overcome the other advantage of the other side and we we have to do at least what they did in those states
0: well thank you dr steven allen for uh, visiting with us this morning on joe thomas in the morning from cpac uh, where that's going to be a little bit of a conversation point along <laughs> with the flu thank you for hitting both points with us uh and again what's the website uh,
1: theconservativecaucus.org
0: We have been around for almost 90 years But yogurt, what is it that you do here? And not a sign of any slowing down Merchandise. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV